I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country. I'm gonna eat me a lot of peaches. Now, right here, we can. <laughs> no I, I, I have found that um, before I perform in a symphony orchestra, I like to record a menu, uh, a show about menus. <laughs> it's a good way to warm up. It's a great way to get into the right headspace, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, let's just launch into it so that we don't uh, we don't keep you from <laughs> arguably a more important task. Well, I, I like to think that you know we'll be able to catch up on all the all the important things throughout the show. You know. Oh, absolutely. Like data, this- Canadian data is worth. Uh, you know, like 25% less than American data. Right. So okay. Great. Most computers are keeping up with the exchange rate. <laughs> Is that true? No. No. Oh, okay. Simon. <laughs> I'm not much of a tech guy, Nick. You, you, can, <laughs> you can really pull the, the wool over my eyes pretty quick, pretty easily. <laughs> okay. Well, let's welcome people back to another episode of. Uh, uh, Nick, you got to say what the episode, what it's called. You talking to me and me menu. Yeah. <laughs> it rolls off the tongue, most, baby. Yes, our most accurately said uh, <laughs> title. It's a, it's a combination that no one's really sure of. Right. The only right. thing worse than the concept for this show is the pun title for the show. <laughs> So we are back, as we are each and every unrelenting week, to talk all things menu. And me, you, uh, the normal guests, me, you, Simon, and me, uh, are joined by a very special guest. He is the Vancouver Philharmonic's uh, French hornist. That's probably where most, most listeners know him from. Uh, he is also a 505 boy for life. Uh, an old, old friend, Nick Anderson. Thanks for having me on the show today. Thank you for being willing to come on the show. Yes, the pleasure is all. As as you can see, I'm still wearing my jammies, and yes, it's 2 p.m., but, you know. That looks like a shirt to me, Nick. Yeah. It's very hashtag 2020. So you are joining us from – you're our first international guest. Yes, yes, it's true. I'm just north of the border here in Vancouver, British Columbia these days. And what is life like in Vancouver right now? If gauging from your Instagram post, it's a little more chill there than than here. <laughs> Perhaps more chill than Brooklyn, New York. Um we're not on total lockdown. You can go to a restaurant as long as you're sitting with only your immediate family or your roommates. Um, I still go to work five days a week downtown, which right. is 
Unusual. And are people still renting bikes through this? People are not renting bikes. They're buying bikes. Oh, um, they're buying bikes. Okay. Backstory on that, I manage a bike shop here in Vancouver you as wanna, well. You want to plug it? <laughs> you want to yeah, plug the bike shop? That YTTM bump? Let's sell some cycles. <laughs> <laughs> we get thrills from shillsing for this place. <laughs> Seriously though, you're welcome to say the place unless unless you feel like this will be bad for, for <laughs> He doesn't want it to get canceled. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, but things are good here, you know. We didn't have to go through an election recently, which has been nice. Um, yeah. all the election coverage has been, you know, that I've had to watch has been self-inflicted. So Okay. I I wouldn't have to watch it otherwise, which is nice. Do you but, still get a vote? I do, yeah. I voted absentee. In New Mexico? Yeah. Oh, cool. Oh, boy. Stop the steal, Nick. This is uh, <laughs> a true admission of our uh, broken electoral steal. system. Um, all right. Well, it is great having you on. Great seeing your face. I think we're going to have lots of system overloads, but you know what? We're a resilient bunch, and I think that we will persevere through this. Um, Nick, would you let our listeners know what restaurant you have chosen for the three of us to go visit? Well, Bill, this is an interesting one, or not, maybe. But I have chosen to stop at what I can only imagine is a roadside establishment called Quaker Stink and Lube, (laughs) which uh, I think is a play on Quaker State Motor Oil. Yeah. Exchange the word state for steak, but then they (laughs) like. lube in there and their website is thelube.com so obviously that lube part is very key for them they double down on the lube and for me Quaker steak okay I'm fine with it steak is an edible thing Quakers are you know a religious sect that produce theoretically edible food the part that throws me and that they've doubled down on is the lube Uh, lube highly appropriate for you know if you're like a, a uh, teenage boy, you're pretty into lube, and other things are into lube. Maybe at the bike shop, super into Absolutely lube. Absolutely, at the bike shop. The I, bike shop lube I, is an essential. Days, but at I'm a at a dining uh, a dining establishment, lube seems a little off putting to to these ears, these American ears, anyway. Absolutely. I mean, perhaps you know, lube would be their alcoholic drink menu but as we just discovered about five minutes ago there's not a single drop of alcohol that's listed on this menu (laughs) right but it does say that they're brews right it's brews brews. yeah so there's got to be some way to get brews yeah i don't it's what were you go ahead simon Oh, I was going to say, Nick, you were saying something about your use of lube at the bike store. I didn't hear. Yeah, sorry. I was kind of jumping in on Bill there. But no, my days are spent uh, within an arm's distance of of several different types of lubes. Um, (laughs) Chain oil, you know, grease, all sorts of 
different types that we use. <laughs> which, which to you is the yeah. most delicious? Exactly. <laughs> I haven't sampled many, but some are uh, petroleum-based, some are biodegradable, meaning they are more of like a vegetable oil, which is kind of cool. So I would probably choose one of those. Sure. I mean, I can't imagine that many of them are not in some way poisonous, right? Absolutely. Or am yeah, I just I'm overly to... squeamish about lube, about consuming lube? Uh, by the way, I just text you to I just text you to a menu. If you scroll to the bottom of it, there are um, beverages, alcoholic beverages. Oh, thank God, you saved us. So Nick, yeah, Nick, guess, do you think there's you any know, way you could you could pop some headphones in? Um, that's a good question. Are we getting some echo here? There's a touch of echo. Yeah. Not critical. Let me just turn you guys down. Okay. Let's try that. Okay. Um, all right. So we are going to Quaker Steak and Lube. For all your um, red meat and lube needs, uh, I wanted to bring. I wanted to mention your rationale for going to this that you emailed us because I thought it was so good. You said uh, the reason why you wanted to go to this restaurant is that it flaunts two things that you absolutely hate: automobile culture and a menu that nearly shuts out any opportunity to eat vegetarian. Um, basically no better res- uh, um, rationale could be offered on this show. This is, this show is all about hate eating. Um, and uh, we do it, uh, every week basically. And Simon and I have found that if you hate eat enough, you, you begin to love what you hate and, uh, yes. transform into the monster that you initially, um, abhorred. So... Uh, exactly. Welcome to the party. I look forward to uh, to seeing what I can what I can order off this menu. <laughs> well, this is just a hypothetical venture, as we do each and every week. We hypothetically go to a restaurant, minimum one hour away from where we live. We eat there, or you know, peruse its menu, and then decide if, in real life, we want to go to this place. The nearest one to us is in Bensalem, Pennsylvania. Uh, it is four hours and 27 minutes away by public transit. For you, Nick, I imagine that's probably minimum two days by public transit. Um, I also don't know how fluid our borders are at the moment, but if you explain that's to them that thing. you're looking to go eat some lube, I'm sure they'd let you in. I think that is one of the uh, things, uh, you know, that you can tell the border guards and they'll let you through without any further questions. Right, yeah. right. I, I think it's getting back into Canada that you'd have the most trouble. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps. Well, I'm, I'm, I think, you know, just to make this logistically a little easier, I think I'll just fly to Brooklyn first, and okay. then we'll all travel together. Fly out cool. here, quarantine for 14 days, then we all go get <laughs> group tested, and then when we get the results 48 hours later, then we travel four hours and 27 minutes to Bensalem, Pennsylvania. Um, have either of you been to Bensalem, Pennsylvania? I have not. I haven't either. This is the first I'm hearing of Bensalem, Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, well, I think we're in for a treat. I wanted to read to you both a little bit 
uh, a fun history of this restaurant. It was built in 1974 by George Jig Warren and Gary Moe Mizaros in an abandoned gas station in downtown Sharon and decorated with license plates and old automobiles. Originally a, quote, cook-your-own-steak, unquote, establishment, Quaker Steak's signature dish is now its chicken wings and the variety of sauces used to season them. What's, what struck me about that description was the, quote, cook-your-own-steak establishment. What does that mean? I think they used to have restaurants where you would basically be provided with a charcoal grill. What? At your table. <laughs> are you are you just are you just like taking this t- this name to its logical conclusion, or have you actually heard that that was a thing one could do? I don't know about this specific restaurant, but that is a thing that people or the restaurants used to offer. Holy shit, that is amazing. <laughs> well, you can do you can do like at a like a Korean barbecue place. They have yeah, a grill. Totally. I mean, yeah, you still see that in certain certain types of restaurants, you know, cook your own. Uh, no, you get to select the things that are cooked, but you're not actually cooking them, right? Yeah, on, and in Korean barbecue, they give you the raw meat and then you cook it, which I find uh, upsetting. I, I don't like to cook my own food. <laughs> what am I paying for? Yeah, exactly. That is my take on on the cook your own food at a restaurant uh, theme, but but you can do it. Um, other thing I wanted to mention: it's 15 minutes of fame. This restaurant was featured on Man vs. Food. Have you either of you ever seen this cooking show? Show. I've seen it a number of times. Um, it it all invariably involves the host getting cheered on in his um, quest to beat the whatever food competition he's he's engaging in by a um, a woman comes on and like kisses him on the cheek it's yeah. extremely creepy it's so creepy he is yes he <laughs> is like he's almost certainly canceled with great reason as you say every episode involves him very creepily um exploiting a Usually pretty attractive woman on the show. Uh, so on this episode, which, again, invariably featured a hot woman that he was exploiting, um, he had to eat six atomic wings, which apparently he was successful at. And guess what you win if you eat the six inedibly hot atomic wings? What? A bumper sticker. <laughs> <laughs> What if you got a car? Where do you put that thing? (laughs) You could throw it on your bike, Hotshot. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Mr. Too Cool for School. (laughs) Yeah, put it on your helmet. (laughs) Um, Now, that's interesting, all this history, Bill, because it turns out that that, well, that's not the location that we're going to. Oh. If you look at the location that we're going to, it opened rather unfortunately on in March of 2020, <laughs> which could have been the absolute worst time to open a restaurant no, in the history I, of the right. you, you read about storied restaurants across this great land, you know, with decades of customer loyalty and people going out of their way to, to visit these places, just crumbling, falling to pieces during this. 
I can't imagine that the uh, the the most recent steak and lube shop is holding up that well in in Benson. That is very sad to hear. Let's hope it's still um, open when we travel four hours and twenty seven minutes to get there. But I think it's really time that we start ordering some food, don't you? I think we better get into it, yeah. We got to get into it. I know you've got a, con- a concerto tonight. What are you uh, performing, by the way? I'll be performing a selection of holiday tunes. Ah, oh, right. Uh, arranged in a brass quartet. Okay. A typical kind of December fodder. Right, right, right. Um, great. And... You're still performing semi-regularly, right? Somewhat, yeah. Obviously, we don't have an audience these days. Um, So typically things are recorded and broadcast and things like that. But today is actually my first time playing for a live audience in, well, probably eight months. And uh, we're going to be playing for a bunch of people that are standing on their balconies in sort of a large residential development. Oh, cool. Should be kind of cool. Yeah, sounds very cool. Um, <laughs> it sounds about as cool as the Lube's uh, drink menu, which we're going to talk about. <laughs> Let's pull that up here. Let's pull it up. Okay, so I'm going to go all order first, and I'm going to get the Lube Island tea. It's 215 calories. And with it, you get Absolute Trademarked Vodka, Crusan Trademarked Aged Light Rum, Tanqueray Trademarked London Dry Gin, DeCuper Trademarked Triple Sec, Finest Call Trademarked Lemon Sour, topped with Pepsi Trademarked, and garnished with an untrademarked lemon wedge. So, pretty standard, pretty standard, uh, what I would call a Long Island iced tea, but they have cheekily called a Lube Island iced tea. Uh, I don't know Ooh, about yeah, you, Nick, but nice. Simon and I have had some quote-unquote ironic Long Island iced teas in the last couple of years, which very, very quickly devolved into genuinely enjoying um, Long Island iced teas again. <laughs> yeah, I heard you guys, uh, you had one in an aquarium last week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, the, the aquarium equivalent oh, yeah, of, a, that's of a Long right. Island. Um, by the yeah. way, uh, my dog just ripped an extraordinarily disgusting fart um, about one foot away from me. So, <laughs> Know that as we enjoy these lube-infused cocktails, I'm also enjoying Coach's butthole in my nose. <laughs> Nick, Nick what, are you, what are you getting to drink? Well, I'm going to do a little uh, Luberita here. Ooh, Another great. lube. Um, Exotico Blanco Tequila, DeCuper, Triple Sec, Finest Call, Premium Citrus Sour, and Garnished with a Lime Wedge, served on the rocks or frozen. Your choice. What, what way are you getting it? I think I'm going to go for, uh, on the rocks. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Love it. Or listed. I love a <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I have I have become more <laughs> I have become more of a rock sky over frozen in my uh in my older age. Um 
I'm I'm gonna get the lu no sorry that I'm gonna get the leaded lubin aid lubin aid which is copyrighted, um, which comes with cruisin, uh, aged light rum, Tanqueray, London dry gin, decuper, triple sec, fresh lemon juice, simple syrup, and finest call lemon sour. Mm-hmm. 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 That's gonna hurt your tummy. <laughs> but worth it worth it for sure serious indigestion right i yeah. think i think you're one of the few people who can pull off saying the word tummy william <laughs> i think i think it is one of the grosser words but for but sure. the way you just said it didn't actually upset me okay well let's head over to i mean thank you uh i shouldn't i shouldn't just pass yeah, over that without without showing yeah, my gratitude usually... for that um, <laughs> thank you for that. Okay, let's go to the jump starters, which is, I got to say, a clever way to describe um, appetizers at an automobile-themed restaurant, right? Credit where credit's due. Yes, clever as it Yeah. It is. I was saying that off, off mic. Okay, so... Simon, what are you going to get? Let's give Nick a minute. I think he really needs to to read through the jump starters before making a decision. What are you going to get? For me, it's an easy choice. I'm getting the peel-out potato skins. Um, And Nick will be able to explain to me what a peel-out is. I vaguely think I know. It's some kind of speedy, like, going from not driving to really driving Fast. Absolutely, yeah. It's when you press that gas down real hard, you get that little squeak. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. You, know, you have like a really <laughs> terrible car that has no power whatsoever. It's a little bit of a light squeak, but it's <laughs> like, you know, like a NASCAR, and then it's like an extended smoke filled. Absolute peel out. And it's even cooler it. if you've got a big old spoiler on your car, right? Right. If you're if you're driving a six two six with a spoiler on the back, ooh, doctor, no choice but to pee. In case those ninety five horsepowers get a little too strong, they've got the spoiler to to keep it grounded. The um, um, the peel out potato skins have thirteen hundred and forty calories. That is profoundly unhealthy for a uh, jump starter. Yes, definitely, definitely. It's crispy potato wedges smothered with cheddar jack cheese, bacon, sour cream, and scallions. Mm. All right, I will go quickly, and then we'll get to Nick. I'm going to get the boom, boom shrimp. Everybody say boom, boom. Oh. Uh, so I'm getting <laughs> the boom, boom shrimp. Not, not the song. What is the song? <laughs> They say way Oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom Shrimp. Way-o. 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 Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm getting the Boom Boom Shrimp. 630 calories. Panko crusted, crusted. Tail on shrimp tossed in Boom Boom sauce, which we all know and love. Um, and topped with scallions for a little health. Nick? <laughs> what? Yes. What? Um, what? extremely vegetarian friendly dish are you going to get on here? I am going to get the O-rings. 
Oh. And I think that's a reference to, uh, you know, a part that's maybe in an engine of a car. In oh. O-ring? Um, yeah, O-rings. Okay. Um, those are one-inch, thick-cut, crunchy onion rings served with Louisiana liquors sauce. Oh. <laughs> Whatever the hell. It is a trademark. Yes. This is a name brand sauce. Liquors as in to lick. L-I-C-K-E-R-S. Yeah. Thank you. That's an important distinction. Other than, yeah, I mean, it could be like liquor, you could imagine being an ingredient. Liquors is a far more unsettling thing to call a food item, I feel like. Especially when you're talking about your O-ring. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my God, Nick! Can I get some extra liquor for my for my O ring? <laughs> Beer for my horses and liquor for my O ring. <laughs> Maybe you guys aren't as big a fans of whoever sings that song as I am. Toby Keith. Toby Keith, right? Toby Isn't Keith. it Toby Keith? I don't know. Nick always was the one who was a big Toby Keith fan. Is that Toby Keith? Nick? <laughs> I think we're starting to see why maybe Nick didn't want to give his business a promotional um, <laughs> segment on this program. Um, okay, how about we we collectively get a big old batch of wings for the table and then and then mains. Does that seem reasonable? Because I feel like we have to try yes, the wings here. What's up? You have to try the wings. I'm going to watch you guys have the wings. I'm going to I'm going to hold hold off on this one, but. Okay. Well, you can help us pick the sauce, sauce, right? Yes, we need to. We need to pick a sauce. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we're getting wings. We're getting uh, Simon. You want bone in or bone off? Well, I want bone off. All right. So we're getting bone off. We're getting. You want grilled or breaded? uh, Boneless. Your pick. Uh, Let's do grilled. Let's let the sauce in, right? Oh, oh. our calorie count just went way down. Oh, oh no. yeah. Well, I got the loaded skin, so I got to kind of. So, so we're keep getting it, we're getting a twenty four rack. Of, of okay. <laughs> just for health, uh, Nick. Since we got to pick the type of delicious meat we're going to eat, you get to pick the sauce for us. What are we doing? So this is taking me a moment because there. There is a literal entire page of sauce <laughs> options here. Yeah, with, is, with the great are, um, They're thankfully rated on a temperature scale. Yes, yes. Um, and so their weakest sauce, interestingly, is their original barbecue. Okay. Which, you know, considering how obsessed this place is with, like, really spicy food, I don't know why their original barbecue sauce is lacking the spice here. Right. But... <laughs> Um, it goes up from there, you know, a variety of glazes and cheese-based sauces and sesame-based <laughs> sauces. Oh, look, there's our friend Louisiana Liquors about halfway up. Mm. <laughs> uh, we now know it's comprised of a hot Cajun garlic barbecue mix. Oh, mm. hey, there's Boom Boom, and, too. Uh, boom Boom, there's your sauce. Yeah. Creamy Thai garlic R and red cracker. Thai what? Yeah, Thai R cracker. Oh my God, Thai R. <laughs> what does that mean? Tire. Tire. As you 
as you go hotter, the calorie count becomes less, I guess, because there's less and less sugar. And then when you get to the scorpion, pepper, venom, and wild berry <laughs> sauce, you're only sitting at about 60 calories of sauce. On, on, the, uh, on the Wikipedia page, it does, like, the SCOBY scale for all of these things. And, like, pretty much everything on the menu is, you know, I don't. I mean, I don't really, I, I got to say I'm not that well-versed in the SCOBY scale and what a number signifies. But I will say that, like, the, all of these things were in the thousands, and then you get to the eat heat score. Scorpion pepper, and it's literally one million five hundred thousand on the Scopey scale. <laughs> what is that scale? It's a scale of like heat, the heat of a pepper, basically. Ah, okay. Yeah. Ooh, God, that's hot. So eat heat. I think you. I I do believe that if you eat and eat heat, you have to sign a waiver. I was reading. Yes, just to the left of this sauce menu, we have a little information about that. Oh, and we right. learned that at this particular location, it's not just a bumper sticker. It's also a T-shirt, possibly, if yes, you, and if you even, complete the challenge. Yeah. I think so. That's, that's much better. Pretty much everyone can wear a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> much better than a bumper sticker. I wouldn't say everyone, right? Because, you know, you never know, but never. pretty much everyone... <laughs> I definitely wouldn't wear that T-shirt. That is hideous. It's it's, <laughs> it's pretty loud. I mean, for what must happen to you after eating something at the one million five hundred thousand Scoby scale level? Uh, it would have to be a pretty extraordinary T-shirt to endure processing Not to the heat. But I think. You keep using the word scoby, but isn't scoby the, the little creature that makes your kombucha? Yes, the mother scoby. I think you're talking about the capsaicin level. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Oh, no, scoville. That's scoville, what scoville, not scoby. Yes, scoville. mother scoby. I'm so sorry. I my uh, <laughs> Is my face red? Uh, you just really outed yourself as a true Brooklynite there. <laughs> That's what I make my home brewed kombucha with. How many wheat grasses is it? <laughs> How many good vibes only is it, man? Um, yes. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna help you guys. Let's. We gotta settle this. We gotta choose our sauce here, and I, I think I have just the one that you guys are gonna love. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, uh, a lot of spice, probably, but just a little, a little sweetness, a little tang to it. We're gonna do the dusted mango habanero. Ooh, okay. That sounds that's so good. Tropical island heat. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's. It's the... like Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. That 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 was a perfect sauce for this meal, Nick. You nailed it. Um, I hope you enjoy thank watching you for us that consume trip to it. the islands, Nick. Yeah. We hugely appreciative of that. All right, let's pick our main course. Um, Nick, are you prepared to order your main right now? Are we prepared? Because I really only have maybe one or two options. You don't have a lot and of options. Yeah, that's very true. I thought this would be easier because they do have Beyond Meat patties at this 
restaurant, it turns out. Oh, sweet. But then basically every burger that you look at has a secondary meat that's been added to it. <laughs> so it's hard. Yeah, they're all just about all doubling down on the meat. So the Beyond Meat patty isn't really going to do much good for you. No. But uh, it's my lucky day because I also eat cheese. So I think as long as I stick to the pick your cheese burger, mm-hmm. um, I think for today I'm going to do the pepper jack just because, you know, we didn't just crush our taste buds enough with that spicy sauce. <laughs> But uh, I'm going to add the pepper jack and the Beyond Meat patty. Ooh. Great. That sounds terrific. See, you can still get around here. And I think I'll have them cook my Beyond Meat patty to pink, which is an option at the top of the menu. Do you do do a lot of at-home Beyond Meat cooking? Sometimes. Sometimes. I, I we do. It's from, usually from just out. like a safeguard against going to restaurants like this. Right, <laughs> right. Simon, what are you what are you getting? Hot shot insurance policy. <laughs> right. I, I'm going to get the um, the Thunderbird steak. Okay. Um, Tell which us is a our house about favorite. It. Eight ounce. Yeah, it's a it's our house favorite. Um, eight ounce center cut top sirloin steak which has been aged for a minimum of 25 days to enhance the flavor. Not just because they like a steak sitting around for a while. Um, and I'm going to top it with... Um, I'll do grilled onions. Ooh. Nice. That'll be perfect for you. You're going to love that one, Simon. Um, Thank you. I'm going to head to Main Street for mine, and I'm going to get the loaded mac and cheese skillet. Uh, Ooh, very nice. Gooey, savory, extra cheesy mac and cheese topped with a choice of seasoned pulled chicken or pulled pork served with grilled garlic bread. I guess I'll do the chicken. Chicken mac? For health. For health. Um, Because I'm on a Mediterranean diet now. And <laughs> and uh, that'll do her. Um, what um, what was I gonna say? That's what a... <laughs> would you? What makes you want to get the? I, I've never really seen you get mac and cheese before. Yeah, no, it was not, mostly not because um, of scrolling fatigue, and I feel like I've been scouring this <laughs> menu uh, and. I can't keep looking for something, so just landed on something that was on the screen that happened to be up at the time that I said what I wanted to order. You understand. Okay. You understand. Um, but I'm really most sure. excited about the desserts that we're about to get. Yeah. Hey, I'm getting a little thirsty. What do you guys think? Should we, uh, should we double down on our drink menu here? Yeah, let's get sure. another drink. Come on. I, I, Obviously slammed that uh, Luberita. That Luberita goes. Uh, that's not you, Nick. That's the that's the nature of a Luberita. It, it it's meant to be consumed quickly. Uh, I personally, I'm, I'm going to get the Lubinati. 
It's Tito's Handmade Vodka, Quattro, Finest Call, Premium Citrus Sour, DeCuper Blue Curacao, Simon. I took your Curacao. Simple syrup garnished with a rock candy swizzle stick. Wow. Yeah. Now, what is that a play on? Illuminati, right? I mean, Illuminati sounds like it could be, but is that a drink? No, it's a... It's some sort of like... No, I mean, I know the Illuminati. I mean, we had a guest on recently who could tell us all about the Illuminati, uh, Jay Swanwick, (laughs) but but, uh, I feel like there must be a drink. At first, I thought it was going to be like a a martini, but it's not um, at all. It's blue. It's blue. It's blue. blue. And it's got a candy stick in it, which sounds <laughs> really. Yeah, wow. it doesn't sound like a cigar smoke filled back room where the Illuminati live to me. I don't think they eat that many <laughs> uh, swizzle sticks back in that in the Illuminati <laughs> room. Right, as they plot our fate. Uh, all right, what do you got, yeah. Nick? You go first, Simon. Oh, um, I'll get the Mo- Motor City Margarita um, with Lunazui. Um, what? I can't imagine that's actually how you say it. Um, res, uh, Reposado Tequila, Tequeeper, Triple Sec, Finest Call, Premium Citrus Sour, um, Simple Syrup, a float of Grand Marnier. And garnish with a lime wedge and an orange slice. Wow. Nice. There you go. That is very Motor <laughs> City. Yeah, it screams Detroit, baby. Pretty... <laughs> Those drinks sound pretty weak, guys. So I'm going to order us a round of shots. Thank Ooh. you. The shots and cordials menu here. <laughs> and we're going to do what's somewhat innocently titled Green Tea. Ooh. <laughs> but once you crack that bad boy open, you realize it's, it packs a lot of punch. It is comprised of Jameson Irish whiskey, decrypper mm-hmm. peach tree, and finest call lemon sour, shaken and strained for a refreshing shot. Ah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's to get you going. Used to cleanse your your you know taste buds of all those Scovilles. Right. <laughs> Right. We're so You're jacked up on Scoville right now. Um, perfect. <laughs> that'll that'll set us up nicely for a, a dessert. Uh, there are only three. I'll go first. I'm going to get the brownie marshmallow crisp sundae. So Ooh, this comes not bomb. only with a brownie, but also a marshmallow crisp treat. It's rich chocolatey brownie stacked atop a Kellogg's Rice Krispie treat. Original bar drizzled with fudge and served warm with vanilla bean ice cream. Hubba hubba. Ooh, this is incredible. Uh, I, I didn't realize it was a marshmallow treat. That was, um, that sounds amazing, honestly. When was the last time you guys had a marshmallow, um, treat? A Kellogg's Rice while. Krispie treat? Rice Krispie? Yeah. yeah. I mean, they were fantastic as a child, but. Yeah, I, I used to get the cereal. Nice. Because it, it pops, right? Yeah. Don't don't tell um don't tell uh child protective services, but I, I did used to get the Rice Krispie treat cereal. Wow. <laughs> Me too. Um, so like most of this menu I feel like they really ran out of steam on the theme here. 
Yes. That's Literally good. not a single word on this dessert menu that would allude to any sort of theme. So <laughs> once again, it's just kind of disappointing every every turn we take here <laughs> down the road of this menu. Uh, so what could it? What <laughs> could one be like? A, New like York a style cheesecake. New York style cheesecake. Okay. Wait. Just because I'm sitting down with a couple of New Yorkers here. Right. Oh, yeah. We'll be able to tell you whether it's Authentico. Maybe, like, instead of an apple tort, you could have had an apple torque. <laughs> hey, yeah, that's a car word. Um, or... Uh, 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 tire Masu. <laughs> tire Masu. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That wow. way it looks like you're eating a tire. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you enjoy a tiramisu? Well, let's try a tiramisu. It comes with extra lube all anyway, over the- Okay, we're back for your dessert choice, Simon. My dessert choice, um, okay, is the only one that's left, the Amazing Chocolate Chunk Cookie Skillet. Ball butter cookie with giant chunks of chocolate and salted pretzel balls. Yuck. I, that sounds truly terrible. Served hot in a skillet topped with vanilla bean ice cream, which I do love, and hot fudge, with I, which I really love. So the pretzel things, I'm not a big – the pretzel balls, I'm not a big fan of. But other than that, I think this is a, a promising dessert. And um, the second highest calories, 990. For me, the pretzels balls are what makes this an enticing option, actually. So it just yeah. shows you how, how different human beings can be, huh? Yes, I, I agree. Um, Nick, before we hit another system overload, can I ask you, what's your favorite Albuquerque intersection? Jeez, <laughs> um, that's a tough one. Um... It's got to be, you know, somewhere close to, like, where you and I used to hang out, Simon. Like, uh, what is that, like 12th and Mountain? Yeah, yeah. I love 12th and Mountain. I mean, Mountain is a beautiful street. 12th is even better. It's really come a long way. I think we got to say 12th and Mountain. Okay, great. I mean, that was a pretty scary intersection when I was growing up, but (laughs) I think it's gotten better. 12th and Mountain? Yeah, that's nice. Um, thank you, Simon. It's important that it, it, we spend at <laughs> least a few minutes of every episode talking about Albuquerque, New Mexico, of course. Um, okay, Which now is, is now is for the most agonizing part of the show. It is when the three of us have to make a decision on whether or not in real life we are willing to make the trip to Quaker Steak and Lube. For me, I got to say, I was on the fence for a lot of this menu, right? Not the, the, this Scoby, no, it's not Scoby, Scooberville, whatever, whatever the heat index <laughs> thing was. It just doesn't do it for me. I'm afraid of too much heat. I, you know, the thrill of doing it as a younger man is, is gone now. Um, that said, <laughs> Nick, when you pulled out of a hat the green tea shot, round for all of us towards the end there uh it 
it fully swung my perception of this place. I am I am back to all in on Quaker steak and lube. Uh, I I I'd do it in a heartbeat. Not to mention, after fourteen days and negative tests, uh, we'd get to see you. Right. Yeah. So, well, so I'm trying to think about what sort of hypothetical situation would have brought us to Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. And I, I tried to do a little bit of research on this town to see if there's anything that was, you know, interesting about it. But the only thing that I could come across was that it was recently, well, Ben Salem is in Buck County, uh-huh. which was one of the counties where the Trump lawyer team contested election results to try and overturn, you know, some votes. Oh, right. I think they we're, maybe we're they took some. Uh... This was the, the, the battleground for America's election. <laughs> yeah, maybe they were somewhat upset by people who lived in an entirely different country casting a ballot for <laughs> president of the United States. Keep a permanent address. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tell Rudy about this guy. <laughs> Rudy. Well, I think it's very. He would actually stage a press conference at Quaker Steak and Lube. <laughs> yes. yes. A very good chance that <laughs> this would be the perfect backdrop for Right. I know we said we'd do it in a Quaker state, but uh, we actually got the Quaker steak. <laughs> what do you think would happen to a very uh, clearly degenerating Rudy G-, G if he were to try the eat heat uh, <laughs> wing wing challenge? I don't think a T-shirt is going to save him from the uh, gastrointestinal destruction. That, that I would think cause. his uh, his hair coloring would definitely run down his face. I'm yes, sure. yes, it would cause serious sweating. Right. He'd need the T-shirt to sop up the <laughs> immense amount of hair dye <laughs> dripping down his face. That's right. So That's right. Now, I just want to say we're very nonpartisan here. Who knows if we like the fact that he had his hair coming down from him. That's possible. Um, right. You know, it could don't, be don't said defund us here. Right. Um, we, we'll take sponsorship from any side of the aisle. That's right. We'll do the my If the my pillow guy wants us to do some ad reads, happy to do it. Right. Goya beans. <laughs> well, what do you guys think of the political affiliation of this restaurant as a whole? I mean, extremely right. <laughs> <laughs> Already paving the way for a Tom, uh, a Tom Cotton uh, run in 2024. <laughs> right. Extremely hostile. There's a couple surprising. There's a couple surprising things on here. You know, just how internationally welcoming that hot sauce menu is. I mean, you have hot sauces really from all over the world. It's real. You know, cooperative effort, a real melting pot of different <laughs> different flavors here. That's very true, including Thai R. Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm in Bangkok already. <laughs> All right, There's so also, are you, are you two going with me oh, or not? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, we've degraded. I, I'm, I'm in, I'm fully in. I don't see I, any reason I, why not what? to. Nick? 
as terrible, as deplorable as this restaurant and menu is, I'm in. You're in. You're coming. You're flying out. You can you can practice the old French horn on the four hour and uh, twenty seven minute bus ride over there. I think we're going to be on a train. Oh, really? How nice. I think I think part of our journey is on a train, which would be even smoother, even quieter. Right. We could get a. Should we get a sleeper car? Absolutely. We're going to need one on the way home. Definitely. I, I think, I think we're going to need a toilet. Easy access <laughs> yes. to a, a private toilet. Well, on many of the sleeper cars, the toilet is also your seat. <laughs> <laughs> I have been in a in a sleeper car on Amtrak, and um, there are a lot of uh, multi-purpose seating arrangements. You kind of got to – if someone needs to use the bathroom, right. um, two people have to leave or watch you shit. One, one, one side of the seat is your is your pillow, and the other side of the seat right. is a toilet seat. You're, you're going to want to put down a marker early before you forget. <laughs> the other side is a porcelain throne. <laughs> Well, I hope there's a bar car there too, because yeah, we're need to excuse <laughs> yeah, each other. There is, and and at least in this, I can't speak for all Amtrak uh, arrangements, but at least the one that I was on, if you get a sleeping car, alcohol is free. Really? Holy yeah. shit! I mean, I don't think you can buy. I should say there's a caveat. I don't think you could sit in the dining car and just sit there and constantly get drinks. But like, if you get a, an alcoholic drink um, with your dinner or whatever, that's free, and your food is free. Wow. Yeah. Um, okay. And most companies. We we need to we need to we need to wrap this puppy up. We need to put a bow on this guy because <laughs> we run it. <laughs> but we're back after yet another system overload. Okay, Nick. Thank you. Thank you so very much for joining us. Uh, it was wonderful seeing your face on Skype. It was wonderful system overloading with you. Uh, I do feel like we're synced up. I guess text me when you go next, and we'll see if that is accurate. Um, (laughs) Find us on Instagram, Twitter, other things, you talking to menu. I'll let you figure out how those are spelled. Um, Spoiler alert. It's it's, it's harder than you think. Um, And we'll go ahead and... uh, I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. I'm moving to the country, I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches. Peaches come from a can, they were put there by a man in a factory downtown. And if I had my little way, I'd eat peaches every day. Sun soaking bulges in the shade. I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Moving to the country I'm gonna eat a lot of peaches Moving to the country Gonna eat a lot of peaches Moving to the country Gonna eat a lot of peaches I took a little nap with a loose old twist Squished a rotten peach in my fist And dreamed about you, woman